Hi, welcome to the Parkinson Vitality Project podcast, a place for open and honest discussion about how to intentionally live, move, and thrive with Parkinson's disease. I'm your host, Anne Gould, owner of Envision Physical Therapy and Wellness, where I specialize in helping people with Parkinson's live their fullest lives. Let's dive into today's episode. For this episode, we're going to talk about mindset and how it impacts all the things that we do. I want to start talking about my own mindset as a clinician and how changing that has helped me provide better care for those with whom I work. Then we'll talk about how you can consider mindset in your own life. I started becoming interested in specializing in working with people with Parkinson's after taking my first LSVT big course in 2014. It was the first time I'd truly been introduced to high amplitude and intensity exercise, and I was able to see how well it worked for people with Parkinson's and how much potential it had to impact the people with whom I worked. A couple of years later, I took the Power Moves Therapist and Instructor Certification courses and was selected to volunteer at the Power Retreat in 2018. The retreat was an amazing experience and truly impacted the way I view my clients and the way I practice. The retreat was a seven-day retreat, which consisted of three hours of exercise programming in the morning, followed by educational lectures in the afternoon at a resort in Scottsdale, Arizona. Some of the things that struck me were the clear impact that intense exercise could have over a short period of time. People look different from the beginning of the week at the end of the week. At the beginning of the week, people look scared, but by the end of the week, everyone was smiling and laughing together. People with Parkinson's and their care partners were clearly more relaxed over the course of the week, and it was clear that their relationships were stronger. I even saw some couples holding hands and kissing, and that was absolutely adorable. But it wasn't just the exercise that made a difference. I think the biggest thing I took away from the experience was the impact of mindset and how you interact with yourself and others in your daily life. The retreat was for people with Parkinson's, but no one was considered sick there. It was a community of people trying to be well. And while the activities were modified to work for people at all ability levels, everyone participated. Even when people were struggling, a way was found to allow them to participate in the activities, and they were able to achieve more than would typically be believed to be possible. I started realizing that I needed to challenge my own patients in therapy more, that they would only be capable of doing what I asked them, and if I don't ask them for more, they're not going to show me they can. As I started to believe that the people with whom I worked were capable of more, the more I realized that they actually were. My mindset and the way I approached those with whom I work affected the outcomes that they were having. Since I started realizing this, I've tried to acknowledge this in every interaction I have with a client. And I've realized the importance of starting from a place of wellness and ability. Healthcare professionals spend a lot of time teasing out what an illness, disease, or disorder has done to negatively impact someone's life so we can justify our treatments. When I go into a treatment, I need to prove that it's medically necessary. In other words, I need to prove that someone has a deficit that needs to be corrected in order to be better. That's what the insurance company pays for. But this impacts the language we use with people and puts the focus on what is wrong for both the clinician and the client. When you start from that place, your expectations can be negative as well. When you start from a place of ability and positivity, the language you use is different and it impacts the mindset for both the clinician and the client.
Once I truly understood the impact of my mindset, I began to see the same impact mindset would have on those with whom I worked. If a client said that they couldn't do something, then they wouldn't be able to do it. Simply believing it was impossible made it impossible. But if they believed that they would be able to do something, then with practice, they'd be able to achieve it. This mindset shift is something I need to actively continue to work on in my own life and practice. But when I can truly do it, I'm a better clinician for my clients. I am willing to try things that are more challenging and am able to have a more positive impact on their lives. And this concept goes both ways. As I've worked with people with Parkinson's, I've realized that there are many times that people don't know or understand things that I consider to be relatively universal and universal and important things to know about having Parkinson's. And I've seen that not understanding things can negatively impact therapy despite having more capabilities. One situation that particularly stands out to me was a time when I was working with a man who was newly diagnosed with Parkinson's. He came for his session every week at 10 a.m. and would be stiff and have difficulty moving over the first half of the session. Then he would begin to move better by the end of it. After a couple of sessions with the same trend, I asked him what time he was taking his medicine. He told me he took the medicine at 10 a.m., right when we started our sessions. Suddenly, his struggles made sense to me. He was starting a session on an off time and would progress to an on time in his medication cycle during our session. Over the next three weeks, we continued to have the same pattern and he would be frustrated and stressed every time he arrived. He was terrified that these periods of stiffness meant that his Parkinson's was progressing more quickly and that he was going to be in a wheelchair soon and lose all of his independence. I would remind him that he was on an off time and that it would get better, and usually it did. Finally, after three weeks of having the same discussion at the beginning of our PT sessions, he and his caregiver asked me, what is an off time? Why do you keep saying that? I finally realized that he didn't understand the impact of the timing of his medications on his Parkinson's. To me, the phrases on and off time truly explained the changes I was seeing and made me less concerned about them. But he had no idea what that meant. He didn't understand why I wasn't so concerned when he was terrified. I took some time and explained the phrases and what they meant to himself and his care partner. And I suggested that he start keeping a symptom diary, such as the one provided by the National Parkinson Foundation, in order to better help his doctor understand his problems so she could medic adjust his medications appropriately. I also realized that his mindset, the fear of his Parkinson's progressing and becoming dependent, was truly impacting his therapy. When he was scared, he couldn't engage in what we were trying to do, and he wasn't getting better. But once he started to feel more secure, he was able to do amazing things. He went from being able to barely roll in bed to be able, being able to go from standing to rolling on the ground and back up to standing in about 10 seconds. And let me tell you, that is a hard task. This can go the other way as well. I've had plenty of patients who are able to achieve more than I believe them capable of simply because they have the mindset that they can, and so they do. I love it when people surprise me and achieve more than even I think is possible. If you want to achieve more, you need to be willing to put in the work and believe that it's possible. This is something that I still have to actively think about and do in my own life, but it has helped me to be a better clinician. Think about the negative things that you say to yourself in your daily life. 
instead of saying you can't do something, can you phrase it a little bit differently? For example, say, I find it challenging to do that. Let's use a specific example. Someone might say, I can't get out of bed and I need someone to help me. Now, if they change the way they say it a little bit and say, getting out of bed is a struggle for me, but I can do it with a little bit of help. Which person do you think would be capable of learning how to get out of bed on their own? Which one do you think is going to put more effort into figuring out how to do it? This is just one example of how your mindset can reflect your abilities. But there are so many other areas where this can be impactful. Try to start listening to how you describe things to yourself in your life. Do you focus on the things that you can't do? Is there something that you can change to build yourself up and feel better about your abilities and be able to capitalize on them more? If you believe that you can do it, you will, but you have to try. People will rise or fall to the expectations which they are set to. Make sure that you don't set your own expectations too low. Thank you for joining me this week on the Parkinson's Vitality Project podcast. New episodes are released every other Wednesday, so make sure you hit the subscribe button so that you never miss a show. You can also follow me on social media at the links posted in the show notes. Thanks again. The information in this podcast is for entertainment purposes only and shouldn't be used as personalized medical advice.